Uh, good morning. Welcome to more of Healthy Matters. Dr. Hilden is taking the day off today. He will return one week from today. But guest hosting is uh, also a, a, a guest who's been here a few times. It's good to see uh, Natalie Eichmann back in here. Uh, good to see you, physician assistant Natalie Eichmann. How have you been? Good. Thank uh, you. You've got a little a little uh, hoarseness going on. I do have a little cold today, so excuse well, my voice. That's all right. We'll get through it together. We'll find out who you brought with you. But let me uh, tell you, for those that are new to the show, first of all, thanks for joining us. Uh, Natalie Eichmann is a physician assistant, as I said, who cares for patients of all ages. Uh, she has a strong interest in adolescent health, anxiety, depression, uh, women's health, weight loss coaching. We'll talk about that today. And dermatology. And Natalie founded a weight loss program. We've talked about it before here on the show. This is at the Golden Valley Clinic called the Great Slim Down. Uh, this program is a one-on-one program in which uh, she counsels patients once a month for 12 months on healthy diet and exercise ideas to prevent chronic diseases caused by increased body weight. And here we are around the holidays talking about body weight. <laughs> but it's a good thing to do. It is. It's important to discuss it this is. because, it, you know, we really need to watch ourselves as our as our weight increases, our risk of chronic disease increases too. That's right. So keeping a close eye on it, especially during these holiday season, it's a, it's a good time to pay close, close attention. And as usual, we always welcome our listeners, as you know, Natalie, to call in or text in if they have any questions. Uh, 651-989-9226. Text is the same number. 651-989-9226. All right, we mentioned you brought a special guest. And I who, did. who is that? I brought my colleague today. Um, I have Dr. Bethany Feeblecorn Kennedy with me today here. Hello, everyone. Thanks Welcome. For having me Thanks today. for coming in. Yeah. And what, what, how do you guys work in tandem like that? What's the deal? So I work with patients on uh, exercise and diet counseling, stress management, um, and self care. But Dr. Feeblecorn here, she helps patients more with the behavior piece. She's a psychologist. Uh, clinically, I'll let Beth introduce what she does at our clinic. Yeah, so I work with Natalie at the Hennepin Healthcare uh, Golden Valley Clinic, and I'm integrated there right in the clinic to support Natalie and our other primary care colleagues um, in seeing patients at our clinic for a host of different things, mental health-related conditions, as well as um, folks who are interested in making any kind of health and behavior change or managing different types of chronic disease. That's a really uh, an important connection to have, mm-hmm. both of you working together, I would think. That makes a lot of sense. It's great for our patients because if I have a patient who has a new diagnosis, let's say, of anxiety, and they want to talk to a psychologist right away, we have Dr. Feeblecorn right in the clinic, and we can grab her for a meet and greet, and patients feel so comfortable having her there to assist them. Well, not not only the subject we're talking about today, but uh, as you know, I visit the Golden Valley Clinic from time to time, and you do have like almost every specialty there, it seems like, or at least access to it. We have access to many specialties in our clinic, which we're so lucky to have. Um, but it is—it's really for the patient. We we want them to have um, easy access to the specialists that they need to help with their health conditions. Absolutely. Well, let's let's talk about this great slim down and and uh, the topic today: healthy eating. Sure. So, like you mentioned before, the Great Slim Down is a, a weight management program. We do intensive lifestyle interventions to help patients reach their optimal health. And the program has been going for about three years. Uh, Dr. Feeblecorn and I have been working together, and uh, we really are counseling patients to give them the best tools they need to succeed. How do I, let's talk about the, uh, a patient who feels the need to get some get some help. What does that he or she do? 
Sure. So they make an appointment to come in to see us, and typically they see me first. And we uh, we do an intake visit with them. We describe the program, make sure that they're a good fit. Most patients are a good fit, but there still are a few that we send to other specialists. And then we uh, we like what for example? What would make that particular decision of of sending it to an, a, a different? Uh, Specialist. Sure. So some patients that might need more help, maybe if they have an eating disorder, we want to have we want to include our uh, colleagues who really specialize in that. Makes sense. Yep. Um, or if they need more assistance with their mental health, Dr. Feeblecorn and I will really make an assessment of those patients and and we'll get them the help they need. But uh, the majority of patients will uh, start through with the program and we'll start making goals with them on a very regular basis. So does that does that patient meet with both of you uh, all the time or can that patient maybe just meet with you, Natalie? So they, they start meeting with me first. And then once we have a visit or two, then we start including Dr. Feeblecorn in their care because that's when all the hard work really starts. Uh-huh. The lots of behavior change, behavior change and habit change is really difficult, and that's where her expertise really comes in. Yeah, so as Natalie said, not every patient that's a part of the program meets with me. They're given the option. Um, But if they so choose, usually the way I describe my role to patients is that Natalie is really the expert on the what, so what foods, what exercise, and kind of what goals we're going to be setting. And then I help patients really with the how. So how are we going to carry out these recommendations and and implement them in their life? You're right. That that would be the... The beginning of the work. Right Absolutely. There. Yeah. You know, let's back up a little bit. And I, you know, described you, and I know this, and we've talked to you before, a physician assistant. There are a lot of those around now. Yes. What exactly is a physician assistant? A, phys- a physician assistant is a medical provider. We are a, a clinician. We are a part of the healthcare team. We work in tandem with the physician in our clinic and the nursing staff and all of the support staff. We, ha- we uh, typically earn a master's degree uh, in physician assistant studies. We have four uh, universities and colleges in the state where we can earn that degree. And it is a two-year program typically. And we have clinical rotations just like physicians do. And once we practice, we, we do a very similar job, as, at least in family medicine, as the physicians do. So we can treat patients, make diagnoses, prescribe medications, job, as, at least in family medicine, as the physicians do. So we can treat patients, make diagnoses, prescribe medications, and even assist in surgery. And unlike Dr. Hilden, who's an internal medicine physician, you, you treat not just adults. Correct. So I'm a family medicine physician yeah. assistant, and so I treat from birth on up. I can see a newborn up to anyone who needs assistance in the end of their life. Are there PAs that have other specialties? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, we can work in any area. The beauty of a physician assistant is they are not only um, confined to their, to their department. Uh, if I want to jump ship and go work in urology someday, I could do that. My training does allow that I do not need to go back for additional schooling. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get back to that patient who's sure. just come into your office to see you first. And, sure. And let's proceed from there. What What happens next? Right. So, you know, once we find out that, yes, they are they're ready to make changes, they are, they are ready to go, they have the motivation and drive, we start uh, taking some um, interest in, in discussing some blood work. We want to look for thyroid abnormalities. We want to look at their cholesterol levels, what risk they are at heart attack and stroke, how safe it is for them to be in a program like this. First things first, right? You gotta first clear things the first, way. absolutely. And then once we get that taken care of, we send them home with homework. 
Like what? So we send them home with a very big packet asking questions about their healthy habits and not so healthy habits. What's their sleep like? Uh, What's a typical diet like for them during the day, during the week? Do they eat the same way at home versus when they're at work? Um, Do they skip meals? And so when they bring that homework back, it shows me two things. Number one, it shows me that they're motivated. They they took the time to fill it out and um, and to really think about these questions. And number two, it gives me insight to their 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 lifestyle and their and their health. And so then that's when I can make recommendations. And then after that, once they really have committed to the program, that's when we include Dr. Feeblecorn here, and she really starts helping with the the behavior changes and, and breaking those habits, which is something that she is an expert in, especially related to motivational interviewing, if maybe you want to talk about that as well. Yeah. So I would say in addition to some of the assessment that Natalie just described, one of the biggest uh, pieces that I often talk with folks about in our first visit is what is really motivating them to come into the program. Because we know, as Natalie said, behavior change is really hard. It's hard for all of us. And the piece that's going to help us start to make that change and maintain that change is to really connect it with the things that matter to us the most. So oftentimes people will say to me, well, I want to be healthier. But I usually push that a little bit and ask, why do you want to be healthier? And a lot of times people will talk with me about their values of family or their leisure activities or, you know, just goals and dreams they have for their future that might be impacted by a poorer health status. Tell you what, let's do this. We need to take a break. A quick break. We'll do that. And uh, we'll get Natalie some more tea, and uh, we'll uh, have more. And by the way, if you want to uh, ask a question or two, by all means, call it in or text it in, 651-989-9226. That number applies to the text message as well, 651-989-9226. We're talking about healthy eating during this holiday season here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And we're back with Healthy Matters. Dr. Hilden taking the day off today. Uh, guest host Natalie Eichmann, who's been with us before, a physician assistant. We're talking this morning about healthy eating and the great Slim Down program for just joining us. And uh, uh, again, for those that joined us a little bit late, who did you bring with you and, and where do we go from here? I brought Dr. Feeblecorn uh, Kennedy with me today. She's our primary care behavioral psychologist in our clinic here. And um, she is so helpful with my program because she really helps patients make those weight management changes that we really need to see in order for them to be successful to lose weight. Yeah, thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, let's today. hear more details about this because this this is the, I want to say the crux of the program, but it really is the the part of the expression the meat and potatoes of the whole it thing. It really is. With yeah. without her without her work with our patients, uh, we would see. Uh, much less success than we typically would. So having a psychologist uh, assisting us with what we're trying to do here is essential. It's a great idea. Call us or text us if you have a question, 651-989-9226. That number applies to the text uh, message as well. Somebody asked if I can see it here. uh, How does insurance coverage fit into these uh, uh, options before we get back to Beth? Sure. So uh, most insurance companies actually cover this kind of visit. Oh, good. So we and so the, the biggest thing to ask your insurance company before you make a visit is, um, will they cover weight management counseling or weight loss counseling? And if you have any chronic disease like diabetes, heart disease, high cholesterol, or high blood pressure, I usually bill based on those diagnoses. And so those are typically covered for any sure. kind of visit. They'll be your typical copay if you typically have one. But uh, that is pretty well covered for those for those issues. That's good news, mm-hmm. as it should be. 
Uh, all right, so the patient has seen you, Natalie. Correct. And uh, you've uh, introduced that patient to Beth, who is now going to do what? Yeah, so as Natalie said, we will typically start by really um, anchoring the patient's weight loss goals with their primary motivations to to be making these healthy changes. And once we've identified what those motivations are or those values, we really work hard to determine um, and ways to negotiate things that could get in the way, barriers, um, and those might be internal or external barriers as well. And I often talk with folks about how we know sometimes the thing that can get in the way the most is ourselves. And so I'm often talking with folks about just the way we're thinking about change, the way we think about successes and failures, um, and really trying to take a look at opportunities in the past when they've been successful with making some kind of health behavior change and using that to guide our process going forward. You know, when we see images of people, models, how much these days does that affect people that they they maybe feel that's too big of a mountain to climb? I'll never look like whomever. Is that an issue, what we're seeing in all the media today? Absolutely. I think that we um, hear folks talk a lot in our visits about body image concerns and feeling like there's an ideal to reach that is not realistic for most folks. And so that's part of the work that I certainly do with people that are part of our program is to really determine what are realistic goals and and what are healthy goals, right, to be reaching. What do most people say when you ask them their, uh, what motivated them? What, what, is, what, what do they want to accomplish or why do they want to lose this weight? Yeah, so for a lot of folks, I hear goals related to people in their life, whether it's family, friends, coworkers, um, but they want to be healthier to be to be more connected with the people that they love and the people that they care about. And then we often also will hear folks talk about different types of chronic pain or other health conditions that have slowed them down or taken them out of an activity in their life that they used to care about. And and so they want to get back into that and have less pain while doing that. And losing weight is going to help them to achieve those goals as well. All right, what's the next step now that, uh, that you have that patient in, in your office? So usually together, Natalie and I are coming up with various types of goals and figuring out, um, you know, a plan, essentially, whether that's a meal plan, an exercise plan, and oftentimes stress management goals are a part of that plan as well. Natalie, you mentioned uh, the difference if somebody is still employed and they have lunches, they, you know, and then they go home and they have a, a whole completely different, that is, that, that, that's an interesting and maybe an important uh thing to qualification, isn't it? Yes. Because we were limited to what we, unless we bring our lunch and, or a shake or whatever. Uh, that's important, I would think. When you are at work, you, if you bring your food, you only have access to that food. But if you are at home, you have a whole fridge and a cupboard and a counter mm-hmm. full of food. Mm-hmm. And so I often recommend that patients will actually pack their food for when they're at home. So I am a really big proponent of meal planning and meal prepping because that way you plan it or prep it for the week or a few days in advance, and then you just pull it out of the fridge and it's ready to go. It's pre-portioned. You don't have to worry about grazing. We try to not have people hang out in the kitchen, go hang out somewhere else. So you are not tempted or triggered to graze on the food that is around you. I would think, too, that if the patient is asked to write this down, write that down, and you start to journal, uh, one doesn't realize, unless you start uh, really making note of this, how much you can 
Oh, did you have? Yeah, I did have those chips. Or yeah, you forget. Right. You, you are grazing. You put so much in your mouth that you don't realize that yeah. you're doing. How important is that part of it, the whole thing? I would say it's essential. So there's some really solid uh, evidence out there that tells us the simple act of tracking our behaviors can change our behavior in the moment that we might be making that choice. So knowing, for example, that you're going to have to include this particular food on your food diary and that you'll be coming back to review that with Natalie or myself can help folks to make a different choice in that moment simply because they know they needed to, they'll need to write that down and track it. And it's very stunning when people come back, the trends that we find. We didn't even realize that they were eating in the middle of the night, for example, Mm. or that every morning they have, you know, a big bag of chips at 10 a.m. And we talk about, well, why are you doing that? What prompts you to do that? Are you hungry at your stomach or are you hungry at your head? Like, yeah. you know, is, is it your mind that thinks that you're hungry or do, are you, do you have actual rumblings in your stomach? And we can change these habits by finding these trends and really focusing. And patients are shocked that they're doing that behavior. I was going to ask you if, if, if it's like an epiphany for some of these people. It's like, wow, all this time I was doing this and didn't realize why. Do you see that a lot? Yeah, I think increasing awareness is a theme that we talk about across lots of different uh, areas of the program. And, you know, the the wider our eyes are to our patterns and not only our patterns, but sort of the the function of that behavior as well, which is often where I come in too, um, is to help folks understand, you know, why am I eating in the middle of the night? What What is that serving? Is it true hunger or is there something else? Yeah, interesting. We need to take a break. We have another half hour of the show to go, so don't go away if you have a question for our guests. Uh, 651-989-9226. And again, that number is applies for the both the text screen and the phone calls. I mean, there is a line open if you want to fill it. 651-989-9226. 30 is our Twin City temperature reading. Uh, last hour, someone thought I said tonight it was going to be 12 below. No, I didn't say it was 12 below. I said 12 the low tonight. <laughs> Big difference. So we're going to hit the 12, but we'll have a look at that forecast coming up in just seconds here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And welcome back to Healthy Matters. Dr. Hilden taking the day off. He'll be back one week from today. Natalie Eichmann is a physician assistant who's filling in as guest host. Uh, and uh, Bethany Kennedy is in the studio, too. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong now. You are a behavioral health psychologist. Is that uh, right? Let's get your microphone on there. Um, Again, with a physician assistant, Natalie Eichmann. All right, we're talking, we want to talk about uh, healthy eating. And uh, I also will mention, after we're through chatting, that if you want to uh, are interested in the great Slim Down program with uh, Natalie, we're scheduling an appointment with any of the, any, if you need a primary care doc, here's the number and we'll give this to you later too. 612-873-MYMD, that's 612-873-6963. All right, Thanksgiving. Just around the corner. Now what do we do? What's the uh, what's the plan for holiday eating? Yeah, that's right. So Natalie and I have come up with a, a couple of different tips that we'd like to share with the listeners today. And the first of those tips is to have you think about planning ahead. So when you're preparing to go to some kind of event, whether it's Thanksgiving or any of, of the other holidays that might be coming up, we want you to think about four main things that might help you to plan ahead. The first of those is to think about eating before you go. Whether that's a full meal or a snack prior to going to an event, 
We know that if you show up to the event with a little bit less appetite, you're going to be able to better control portions um, and kind of manage your hunger when you're at that event. So that's one of our first tips is to think about eating before you go. That's a good idea. It's also good before you go grocery shopping, I suppose, unless you really need. It's a right? similar, similar especially, concept. Especially yeah. when they have free samples all over that's the place. Right. Yeah. That's right. What next? The second thing that we want to have folks consider is to think about drinking lots of water both before you go and certainly while you're at the event. We know that if you have a glass of water in your hand, it's going to make it much harder to be grazing at other foods or going back for a second pass at something if you're standing and socializing at an event. So having a glass of water is going to help kind of fill your stomach up with the right kind of stuff and keep you from uh, snacking on other things. Okay, so eat something, maybe even a full meal before you go. Mm-hmm. Water. Is, is another thing to, to carry. That's a great idea. Just that alone, I would think. Mm-hmm. You guys do that? You practice what you preach? Absolutely. We both okay. have water here today. Yeah, you do. Everywhere we go. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's right. right. All right. What's the next on the list now? So the next thing on the list, if you have the option, um, is to think about preparing a healthy option, a, help, a healthy dish to bring to the event that you're going to. So sometimes what can be hard about these events is you might have less control over the meal or the food choices that are going to be there. So if you have the option, offer to bring something and bring something that you know will be healthy. So at least there'll be that one option there for you once you arrive. What role does, and you may be getting to this, does does alcohol play in, in a Thanksgiving feast? You know, the holiday wine or whatever Certainly. the case may be, so, beer? That's one of the reasons why we encourage you to drink lots of water and, you know, in place of alcohol. Alcohol has a lot of empty calories and isn't going to be doing anything for you nutritionally. And so, and it's going to dehydrate you and lower your your inhibitions to make perhaps some impulsive food choices. Um, So we would certainly encourage you to think about drinking water instead or at least in, in place of some of that alcohol. All right, what next now? So this is, we're talking, if you're just joining us, we're talking about healthy eating during, uh, during the holidays. What, uh, what's next? Yeah, so the last piece that we want to have folks consider in thinking about planning ahead is to perhaps have some gum or a mint in your mouth, again, while you're milling about and socializing. This is also just going to decrease chances that you're going to be grabbing food and putting different things in your mouth because there's already going to be something in your mouth. Well, you want to be a gracious guest, and for the host or hostess who's created this wonderful meal, have some more. Uh, what role does that play, being diplomatic? So we do want to make sure that we are being kind to our host, of course. But I think, um, you know, if you've already had a plate of food, say, you know, I'm, it was so good, I'm yeah. already so full. Or another option is um, if they are offering you something, only take a, just a piece of it and just eat a corner of it, especially if you feel full you can still carry your plate around or go set it down and be busy doing something else. Go go talk with someone and just try and forget about it. At least you took the food. It made your your uh, your host happy. Um, but then just try and, and remove yourself from the food if you can. Uh, outside of someone who uh, unfortunately has an eating disorder, is uh, are people, maybe afraid is not the right word, but they know they've got to go to a party or a family uh, Thanksgiving dinner, for example, are they kind of nervous about that, what I might be doing there? Yeah, I think absolutely. Anytime we have a special event time of year come up, I think we both get lots of questions about how to approach this time of year or these special events. And sometimes, unfortunately, what can happen is if they, if, if someone perceives themselves to have a slip or kind of a setback, 
that we can have kind of this all or nothing way of thinking about it. Um, and that can kind of derail many of the efforts that they worked really hard to reach up until this point. When someone decides to join the Great Slim Down uh, and they come to see you at uh, Golden Valley, uh, how often do they see you or the both of you for that matter? So typically for me, I see them at upfront. I see them every week until we feel like they're finally making progress. Mm-hmm. And we're, re- we're really hoping to see them lose a few pounds every, like a pound a week, those, at least those first few visits. And then once I feel like they're comfortable and they have the tools that they need, then I typically see them every two or three weeks and then we move to monthly. And then we for sure meet once a month, no longer than that, until uh, they are ready to complete the program, whether that they've lost the weight they wanted to lose or until they feel like they don't need my assistance anymore. But typically they like the accountability and we always are setting new goals so it keeps it keeps them on their toes and, and thinking um, consciously about their choices. As for Dr. Feeblecorn, um, she can make a comment on how often they see her, but typically it's seen, uh, some, some, most of the patients see me more often, um, and Dr. Feeblecorn works with them on a shorter um, time scale, but she can talk about that. Yeah, typically in the beginning, folks will meet with me about every two weeks, and, and because I know that they're seeing Natalie weekly, we often will have kind of a, a back-to-back appointment then once they're starting to see us both. Once things are rolling and they're feeling pretty confident and lots of change has happened, then we usually back off to monthly visits or as needed once they get further down the road in the program. Are you guys kind of like uh, drill sergeants at all? Is this a, is a tough love thing? I mean, you, you're pretty tough. Or you're, but what I like about the program is uh, you're, you're private. It's a one-on-one thing. Mm-hmm. It is. Patients love that I it's one-on-one. Do. Yeah. We don't, you know, unfortunately, we don't do group visits and other places mm-hmm. do, which works well for them. Mm-hmm. But for me, what I found was that one-on-one is really essential for making habit changes on a very personal level. And there's a lot of things that people share when you're one-on-one versus in a group. And so we can really work on some of those barriers or those triggers that they may be embarrassed to share about as, you know, as a group. Can I ask you, like, what, for example, do they share? Without, we're not naming names here. I don't know. what You know, I typically would say that it's some kind of like a – Something that they're embarrassed about, maybe mm-hmm. like in their personal life, or or maybe that like a spouse actually is sabotaging some of their yeah. choices. I bet that happens. Absolutely, that's one of the questions I ask in their take home homework that first that first time because I want to know if they have the home support or the social support because that's really crucial for them to be able to ha- have success in these changes. Sabotage is a good word. It really it is, is, and yeah. it's tough. Some people have to deal with this, um, or some people. You know, like here I'm a perfect example, like a mother-in-law that might live with a patient and they're, um, you know, they're from a culture that really makes a lot of food all the time, lots and lots of carbohydrates and they want to feed them. They, you know, I hear, I hear that patients tell me, quote, they want me to fatten up. And that's a really hard thing to think about because maybe the patient isn't comfortable with that, but it, for her culture, that is something that she's very used to and she has to navigate. That would be tough. Talk about certain mountains to climb. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, that's why having a psychologist part of this program is very important because we can work, work with her about how we can change the, the mind process and, the, and how, we, how we process these things and, and deal with these things and, and what kind of assistance we really need to make these changes. Is there anything that, for, for, a question for both of you, is there anything that has surprised you about this whole program? And how long has the program been around? Three or four years now, Yeah, right? going on four here. Yeah. Is there anything that, 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 wow, I never knew that before? Or 
anything caught you by surprise? Um, maybe more for Beth than, than Sure. Uh, I think, you know, I'm not sure if this is a was a big surprise or not, but I think that to speak to what Natalie's been describing, that this kind of behavior change on the surface sometimes can feel simple and straightforward, and yet we all have very complicated lives and live in live in systems, right, in family systems and societal systems that really influence and, and impact our abilities to make some of these individual changes. And so I think that's the piece um, for me that, that sometimes is surprising that we might know exactly what we want someone to do, and yet there can be lots of forces getting in our way. And that's what we certainly try to have a lot of empathy and compassion towards as we are working with folks in, in reaching their health But again, goals. it's nice that it's a one-on-one situation, mm-hmm. especially in something like that. Uh, you know what? I know we have to take a break. Let's do that. And again, invite our listeners to join in on the conversation. Uh, we're getting calls. We're getting text, text messages. There is a line open if you would like to use it. Uh, the same number applies to the text, if that's easier, 651 30 and overcast here on CCO. That's going to be it for the daytime high today. And it's going to be a chilly uh, Veterans Day tomorrow. We might get up to near 18. Right now, it's 30. And welcome back to this morning's Healthy Matters. We're talking about healthy eating for the holidays. And before we talk more about that, I want to make mention, as Dr. Hilden does, that uh, there's these are really going over well. And I'm talking about, in this particular topic, endometriosis is a is a chronic disease that can affect women starting in their teens and often accompanied by years of physical and emotional pain. Well, Dr. Eric Higard, who was a guest on this show a few months ago, will talk about the care and treatment of endometriosis at the next uh, Here for Health event. They really become successful, uh, successful events, and they're free. It'll be Saturday next coming, or the 16th, this coming Saturday the 16th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Clinic and Specialty Center downtown Minneapolis. Uh, if you'd like more information and to register, just go to uh, hennepinhealthcare.org slash health. All one word, hennepinhealthcare.org slash health, uh, Or call 612-873-4960. We'll give you that number again, too. All right. Again, we're talking about healthy eating for the holidays. And uh, with, it's still hard to believe that Thanksgiving is just around the corner. Where do we go from here? What's, what's next that we can tell our listeners about? Yeah, so Natalie referenced this a bit earlier, but one of the other uh, tips we'd like to share with our listeners today is that this time of year we know is often focused on very special kinds of foods that we might only get once a year or twice a year. And it can be hard to to totally refuse those foods completely. And so, in fact, our approach is not to refuse yourself those foods, to, to allow yourself to have these foods. All foods fit is often the, the kind of motto that we like to use. Um, but that when you have these foods, really focus on smaller portions, and that when you're eating them, to really eat them mindfully. So what we mean by that is to eliminate other distractions that might make it hard for you to truly experience the pleasure that comes with that food or the satisfaction of it, to slow down and really focus on those couple of bites of, of pumpkin pie, for example, that you might choose to have. All right, I tell you what, we've call, I've just noticed we have uh, callers and texters. Let's uh, let's go to Jackie, who's calling from Oakdale. Jackie, we're listening. What's your question, please? Good morning. I had a question about the. Uh, would you address the issue of the mind-body connection, where you have your mind actually set that you're going to do this and you're motivated? Because I think that's huge. Thank you. Absolutely. I think that's exactly um, kind of part of my role as the psychologist on the team is to ensure that we're 
looking at our attitudes and our perspectives and how that has an influence on the actions that we take. All right. Uh, I want to get more tips, too, but Susan, I don't want to forget Susan, who's calling from Alexandria on the phone. Susan, what is your question, please? Hello, Susan. Oh, Susan, Susan left. So it looks like Susan had a question about appetite suppressants, and we haven't mentioned that yet, but we do use um, some medications to help patients lose weight. And there are medications that are appetite suppressants, and there are others that have a side effect of weight loss. And so we think about uh, pros and cons and side effects, and then we decide to pursue medications for some patients, and they are very successful. They are. Yes. Not a ton, excuse me, not a ton of weight lost, but um, it can help make some progress to help give patients motivation. So it can, you know, the, on the high end, we can see 15 pounds of weight loss, and on the low end, maybe seven pounds over the course of six to 12 months, but it all, every little bit can help. Absolutely, yes. All right, Beth, more tips before we run out of time. Yeah, so we've got one last tip that we want to share with our listeners today, and that is that these events are often centered around food, but we encourage people to think about having a focus on the people instead of the food, meaning that we want you to really be thoughtful about the connection that you have with your friends and your family around this time of year and to let that be the source of joy of the event um, instead of the food. It, it, I'm thinking, you know, the January 1st for New Year's resolutions, uh, everything. It, 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 is it difficult to call uh, the Golden Valley, call you and have a patient say, I want to sign up for this great slim down? Yes, uh, it's so easy, actually. We just have patients call 612 612- Eight seven three six nine six three, and we have three locations now. Three. So we have the Golden Valley Clinic where I started the program, but we also have a nurse practitioner at two other sites. One downtown at the specialty building. That's a great building. It is. Way. It's yeah. beautiful. And then we have another nurse practitioner that also runs this program out of the Richfield Clinic. Okay, so more opportunities. That's excellent. Absolutely. Uh, and again, if you uh, if you want to uh, place a call. We'll mention uh, that again. Any uh, final thoughts? We have uh, probably about a minute or so, a minute and a half to go. Next week, by the way, we're going to talk about influenza. And uh, who knows by that time if we're going to hear more uh, more cases. But it seems like it's relatively quiet this time of year about that. Uh, Any final thoughts on weight loss and the program? So I would say if patients are ready to make a change, now is the time. Any time is the time. We are ready to help you depending on which stage you're in of change. Um, If you're thinking about it, if you're ready, uh, you know, we're here to help. And so come make an appointment. Come see Dr. Feeblecorn and myself. We are so happy to help you make those changes. And very easy. And by the way, I know downtown is different, but I I mentioned it uh, before a couple of times how easy it is especially the Golden Valley Clinic, I'm sure Richfield too. Parking is easy. So easy. Park and walk right up. Absolutely. Well, it's great to see you both, and I hope you have the happiest of holidays. Thank you. And uh, and the the kids are doing okay? Very good. Thank you so much. Oh, that's great. It's good to see you. Thank you both for uh, for joining us today. We were talking, if you did just join us, about healthy eating for the holidays. And again, if you're interested in that great Slim Down program, uh, here is the uh, number for Hennepin Healthcare. If you, especially if you need a primary care doc, 612-873-6963, 612-873-6963. And again, uh, Dr. Hilden will be back uh, next Sunday when uh, we'll uh, talk about the flu, taking your calls and questions uh, then as well.